I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. So, let me tell you a story about this Indian man from Australia who conned a boatload of cash out of Deloitte's top executives and partners. Like we are talking about millions of dollars here. The word on the street is that Ambajit Endau, a former lead partner at Deloitte, might have been running a massive fraud while he was working there. According to the Sydney Morning Herald, he may have pulled off a scam worth more than sixty million dollars. And get this, he's fully a wall. Absconding and authorities haven't been able to track him down. And by the way, we took a quick look at Ambajit's LinkedIn profile. Only to find out that he is quote unquote on a short break. We all know what that means, right? And well, the question is, what did he do? So Endow basically offered investors a deal too good to be true. He promised them returns of up to forty percent within six months if they lent him money to purchase some so-called government-issued bonds in India. These bonds were supposedly related to a huge government infrastructure program that aimed to improve the rural road network in India. For instance, Endow boasted about his family's business being chosen as one of three panel contractors for a significant infrastructure project in India that was funded by the Indian government in a document he shared with investors in 2019. He also claimed that his family business needs funds from Australia to buy Indian government bonds. Which were a requirement for contractors working on the project to demonstrate their financial stability, and he promised the investors returns of twenty point one two percent in six months for investing up to fifty thousand dollars, and thirty nine point zero two percent for investing more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars. To put it simply, Endow enticed investors to his alleged scheme by guaranteeing enormous returns with no risk. And well, you know, investors fell for his false promises. It's unclear whether Deloitte was aware of Endow's side hustle or how much he may have violated the company's rules. However, given that Deloitte is one of the biggest accounting, auditing, and consulting firms in the world, and that one of its primary functions is to uncover fraud and malpractices in commercial enterprises and governmental organizations, it's all quite ironic, isn't it? But anyway, what's the future looking like for Ambajit Endau? You may ask. Well, the report states that the defrauded investors have hired Duxton Hill, a boutique anti-corporate fraud firm, to track the flow of money and potentially freeze any assets owned by Endau and his cohorts. And for Deloitte, we say the company needs to watch closely who it hires. For the next few minutes. You're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hello, I am Anaswini, and this is the deep dive for 16 February 2023. Are you tired of your electronic devices and apps constantly snooping in your private data? Then Google's new feature might catch your attention. So last year. Google had promised to improve its privacy features for its Android devices to cut down data sharing. 
and earlier this week it finally launched a beta version of the privacy sandbox feature that claims to shoot two birds with one stone it's a set of new tools that can apparently let websites access information on users without compromising their privacy interesting selling point isn't it but how is it going to work so as you already know big tech companies literally hog and thrive on your data through you know all those ads and right now there is no cap on how much data can be taken from you unless of course you are an apple user because ios now gives permission controls to its users and that can limit data sharing to an extent and so now privacy sandbox will work a lot like apple's privacy features if you are an android user advertising works on your device right now it's that unique user receptible android advertising id that tracks user behavior and bombards you with ads and recommendations but google says that the new feature will remove cross app tracking which basically means that apps will no longer be able to use quote unquote identifiers that can track your activity across apps and websites end quote it will also phase out third party cookies which is what helps companies track your activities but does that mean you are in a blind spot for google now no as a gizmodo article puts it the data that will be collected will stay on your device it won't go to google your phone will analyze your data and companies can leverage that information but they don't get the underlying data meaning yes your data will be exploited but not as much as it was before well at least on paper is it a good feature does google get brownie points for this well look the actual question is why not just stop tracking users and stop collecting data altogether that's where it gets tricky because the ad business is what brings in all the moolah for tech companies and that unfortunately relies on your data in fact more than 80% of google's parent company alphabet's revenue comes from google ads or if you look at the case of meta facebook's parent company its revenue has been declining since apple rolled out its new privacy features which meant that meta couldn't collect enough data on users but what may have compelled google to work on tech that focuses on user privacy is perhaps the fact that data misuse is one of the biggest problems with big tech and this is something that we have talked about in many of our previous episodes of the signal daily in the past year top tech companies including apple and google have faced a slew of lawsuits over unethical data collection practices and violation of user privacy i mean just last year google agreed to pay 391.5 million dollars to settle a lawsuit brought against it by 40 us states that claimed that the company was tracking user location even after users opted out of it and apple which campaigns on transparency and user privacy well it's been alleged that it collects data discreetly from its users and on that note let me also share some analysis on data collection trends provided by arca a company that offers information on security and data privacy services now the state of data privacy of indian mobile apps and websites report 2022 indicates There are major discrepancies between what apps are declaring Play Store or App Store versus what they are actually doing. For example, only 42% of apps declare that they collect data on the exact location of users, 
when in reality, 76% of apps collect that data. In fact, Google is the single largest third party with which data is being shared. In Android apps, 39% of the identified trackers belong to Google while 47% is corresponding number for websites. Facebook is a close second. I guess the only effective way to protect your privacy is to go off the grid. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at the rate the signal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Shorbury and me, Manaswini. Edited by Venkat Anand, mastered and mixed by Prasenjit Das. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.